Good morning, everyone, and happy Sunday. Welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Thank you for tuning in on this wonderful Sunday. Just want to give a quick little shout out to our church back in LA, Legacy City Church. If you're looking for a church to stream online, that's a good place to start, Legacy mm-hmm. City Church on YouTube or their website or anything like that. Yes. You know what's funny is we actually saw Pastor Josh while we were in Hawaii. Which is so crazy. I know. It was wild. Mm -hmm. Love it. Anyways, we can just jump into this devotional today, you guys. Uh, We are actually reading out of Genesis 17, verses 1 through 2, and it is titled, Faithful and Blameless. And it says, When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai. God Almighty, serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. I will make a covenant with you by which I will guarantee to give you countless descendants. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I am holy. I know you long to live a life that pleases me. Sometimes it may feel impossible, and many days you live with guilt because of your choices. But I love you. And I want you to know of my grace. Yes, I have called you to live a blameless life, but I know you won't be perfect during your time on earth. All I ask is that you purpose your heart to do what is right so I can help you remain strong in your convictions and blameless before others. The more you deposit my truth in your heart, the deeper your discernment between right and wrong will be. I caution you not to try to live a perfect life built on the values of others. I have given you my Holy Spirit and my scriptures to help you live in a way that is right. Follow me and you will walk in truth. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, all of us sin and make mistakes, but we can be forgiven. It's repenting and doing what is right in God's sight that will keep us on the right path. Be careful not to get entangled in things which you would not want to be held responsible for so that you can indeed remain blameless. The treasure of truth. Blameless is not defined by perfection, but a heart purposed to please God. This devotional makes me think of uh, David and how God called him a man after his own heart. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of us kind of grow up in a way where we're just like, wow, like David's awesome. You know, David and Goliath, King David, all this stuff. But he actually did some really bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Some really bad stuff. And I just can't help but wonder. It's like, well, God, how do you reconcile someone who did such bad things and you calling him a man after your own heart? Right. And what I love is, is I love David's posture mm-hmm. underneath God. Right. I love how he cried out to him as Abba Father. I, mm-hmm. I love that he looked to God as his true uh God. Right. As yeah. El Shaddai. He looked yeah. you know, as the, the Lord of heavens, he really did look to him in, as that. And even though David did not live a perfect life, mm-hmm. he did worship and love a right. perfect God. And so yeah. the posture there is really is what the difference maker yeah, is, for sure. is it's it's not always about what and who David is, it's mm-hmm. what and who God is, right? And who and who David believes God to be, yeah. And I just think it's so powerful because I wondered, I was like, how does this work? But then you just you read scripture about David crying out to the Lord, "Please save me, please help me," all this stuff, and I almost feel a little jealous sometimes because I'm just like, wow, like he really did love the Lord, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I love what you're saying about how we view God. Um, actually, in the chapter before, Genesis 16, um, verse 13, actually, it says, Therefore, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who had spoken to her. She said, You are the God who sees me. And I do think that you're so right in terms of how do we see God? Do we see him as the God who sees us, who hears us, who has a plan for our life? Or do we just see him as this God, you know, moving pieces around and doesn't really care about, you know, your life? Um, I do believe that getting closer to the heart of God and seeing God for who he truly is, um, is, is why we would cry out to him. You know, why would we cry out to a God if we don't believe he's good? Yeah. You know, and it does take a lot of practice to get there too, because I guess, and I think I've mentioned this in another, in another devotional where, you know, there's knowing and there's knowing Mm -hmm. you can know God without knowing God. It's like, you know, you all know Tori and I, but you don't get to spend time with us and Mm -hmm. we don't get to spend time with you. So you may not know all these things about us. Mm -hmm. And so. I definitely want to find a way to dig deeper right. in my knowing of God because I I'm, I know in scripture that he adopted me. I know in scripture that he loves me. I know in scripture that he has good plans for me, but I need to work on building that relationship with him as his son. Right. You know, and I think that's something that it needs to be gradual because I'm not getting younger Mm. You know, I'm getting older. <laughs> and so I'm I feel like I'm taking on more responsibilities. And I feel I'm becoming more of an adult Mm -hmm. and a more of a worker, you know, more of a husband, more of a father, Mm -hmm. and I'm not becoming more of a son. Mm. And I think that's something I really need to uh, wrestle with in a good way, which is to say, oh, wow, like I see that there's all these other things that are, I'm experiencing in my life Mm -hmm. that are, that are causing my growth to to go this way. Mm. I need to make sure that I'm actively seeking to grow as a son of God too. Right. Actually, my friend Marina texted me the other day and she, oh my gosh, she's the sweetest person ever, but she texted me and she's like, Hey, you're on my heart. Like anything you need prayer for. So I sent her a couple of prayer requests and I'm like, what can I be praying for, for you? And her prayer request was, I just want to know the heart of God even more. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to get to know him. And I'm like, I love that. Like, I love that that is your prayer request. It's not for provision. It's not for clarity in your purpose. It's literally your prayer request is to get to know the heart of God more. And it literally Mm -hmm. brought tears to my eyes because I was like, oh, it's so sweet. I love that. It makes Mm -hmm. me so happy. Like, I, I pray that that's all of our desires every single day is just, man, at the front focus of my brain, I just want to know God more intimately. Yeah. Because you start to love God for God Mm -hmm. and not just love God for for what he can do for you. Totally. He's not a genie in the bottle. Mm -mm. No, No. he's a God who sees you, hears you, knows you, calls you by name, Mm -hmm. has a purpose for your life. And yeah, he's good. You want to pray sign out, baby? Yes. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that you know us by name, Lord, that you've known us um, for longer than we've even been here on earth. God, you you purposed our life, Lord. You created us. And God, I just pray for anyone out there who feels lost in that, who doesn't quite know who they are, um, who doesn't quite know who you are. God, I pray for that, that person, um, Lord, that they would see you differently today, that they would understand you more today, Lord, that they would crave you in a new 
way today that they would have this hunger for your word um, and this hunger to get close to you and be more intimate with you, God. I pray that that's the desire of all of our hearts is to know you deeper, to love you better, to follow you uh, with no, um, no restraint, God, no fear that we would just follow you and trust you because we know how good you are, that you are a God that cannot lie, that you are a God who brings us through, God, that you're a God in the fire with us. God, you're a God who refines us and redefines us and purposes us and places us. Uh, God, you say we are here for a reason, for such a time as this. God, and so I just pray that you, um, yeah, that you just draw near to all of us today. And so we're going to open up the floor right now, Lord, uh, for our listeners to pray. And we're going to be praying in agreement with them. I'm still in your hands This is my confidence You've never failed Your promise still stands Great is your faithfulness Faithfulness I'm still in your hands This is my confidence Never fail me yet. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen. Just want to give you all a little piece of encouragement that I was thinking about as we were praying, and that your posture really does matter. Mm-hmm. I know Tori and I mentioned that in this devotional, but I was just kind of thinking of it from like a uh, like a literal point of view mm. where. If you're standing up on a plane ride, a long plane ride, mm-hmm. your posture is going to make your legs tired, Yeah. right? And so however we're postured affects the way we experience things mm. versus imagine riding on a plane and you're riding one of those nice first class things where mm-hmm. you're in like a bed and they yeah. deliver food. The posture of that experience allows you to enjoy it more. Right. And it's the same with our posture and the way that we position ourselves underneath God. Yeah, it's good. And so I do encourage you to take some time to think to yourself, how am I posturing myself uh, with God? Mm-hmm. Am I standing on his throne, you know, or am I sitting on his throne? Or am I at the feet of his throne? Wait, am I even in the throne room? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Am I, right. you know, and so there's so many things we can ask ourselves when it comes to our position, but it really does help to seek to position ourselves as children of God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's a good God. So anyways, we mm-hmm. love y'all. And we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.